Hi, my name's Olivia, and I'm on a mission to break the silence of domestic violence and sexual assault. This production is brought to you by Bolton Refuge House, which is headquartered in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. At Bolton Refuge House, we create a safe space through programs and services for all persons impacted by domestic violence, intimate partner violence, and sexual assault, and advocates for social change. Today we are speaking to Abby, who is a public health nurse at the Eau Claire Health Department. Not only does Bolton Refuge House teach safe dating, Abby, along with other members of the Eau Claire Health Department, go out into the community and teach students about healthy relationships, unhealthy relationships, and all things relationships. This program is called Safe Dates. Now we're going to get more into Safe Dates, but first I'd like to thank our sponsor for sponsoring today's episode. Without the help of Allie Red Financial Services, located in Mondovi, Wisconsin, today's episode would not be possible. If you live in Wisconsin and are in need of financial services, such as life and disability insurance, health and Medicare supplement, or even retirement planning, I encourage you to go to Allie Red's website for more information. That's www.alirud.com. Okay, now let's jump into the show. Tell me about what Safe Dates is. Yeah. So Safe Dates is a teen dating violence prevention and intervention program. Um, It is made from Hazelden, which is an organization that does a lot of education and treatment Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it's a 10-session curriculum that covers a lot of bases when it comes to healthy and unhealthy relationships. Um, they're 50-minute sessions. They can be done in a lot of different um, spaces. So we go into school health classes and we do safe dates, uh, the Boys and Girls Club, um, McKinley Charter School, Fall Creek, Augusta, the SPARK program. So any community or school-based organization, we can do safe dates in. So if there, if someone else has an organization and they wanted you guys to present this mm-hmm. program to them, can you guys do that? Yeah. So we primarily, because we're grant-funded, we work out of Eau Claire County. Okay. Um, so we really work with organizations in Eau Claire County. And okay. if people outside of Eau Claire County are interested, we try and connect them with other organizations in their county that can do similar programming. Perfect. Okay. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about what you teach at Mm -hmm. Safe Dates? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like I said, the Safe Dates program covers a lot of different things. We really start with what do basic caring relationships look like? So we kind of help them look at what are the relationships around them look like that are caring and how do they know that they're caring? Um, And then we talk about what are the kind of bottom lines you want out of a relationship? So those are the things that are like Mm non-negotiable. Like someone has to be honest and supportive. And those are the things that I have to have in a relationship. And if I don't have those things, it's a good time to reevaluate that relationship. And if it's something I want to stay in. So do you have the students make a list and they make their own kind Mm -hmm. of plan on what they want in a relationship? Yeah, yeah. So Safe Dates is really based on activities and handouts and worksheets. So they're really writing things down and kind of keeping it for themselves. It's not something that they have to like turn into us. It's really just more of a self-reflection for them to really kind of think through, like I said, what they want out of a relationship. And so in that first session, we talk about how they want to be treated by a dating partner and how they want to treat their dating partner. 
But again, it's you can really apply it to any relationship Mm -hmm. because this is not just for people that are already dating. Mm -hmm. Um, It's for anyone along the spectrum. So, and it's nice too because it's nice for people that haven't started dating to Mm -hmm. think about it because you can just jump in relationships Mm -hmm. and not really know what you want out of it. So thinking about that beforehand is important. Yeah, for sure. What age groups do you teach to? So we can teach to, um, generally we go from middle school to young adults. So mm-hmm. we have had groups that have had a variety of ages, ranging from middle school to mm-hmm. high school. We also have a group that uh, consists of young adults that have graduated high school mm-hmm. um, and are transitioning to adulthood. And mm-hmm. they have varying um, needs and abilities. So we really try and work with them to help define those healthy relationships moving forward. So can you tell me a little bit about the main steps? Because you said there's 10. What each 10 does that cover? Yeah, so the 10 sessions, like I said, it starts with defining caring relationships. And then after we kind of set that um, base, we talk about what do unhealthy relationships look like. So that's when we really get into what are the red flags of dating abuse. what does abuse look like? Uh, we talk a lot about manipulation, control, and power in relationships. And so we talk to a lot about not just the physical abuse, but the emotional abuse and what that looks like. And for young people, there's a lot of things that they might not recognize that I didn't personally recognize as abuse until I started doing this program. So things like constantly texting someone to know where they are um, and then making someone feel guilty or using jealousy to make someone feel guilty about having other friends, Um, needing the passwords to get into someone's phone or to get into someone's social media. So things like that that maybe they didn't recognize as abusive, Mm -hmm. but really are ways to manipulate and control your partner. So those are really good conversations mm-hmm. that we've gotten to have with young people yeah. is about what are some of those red flags that mm-hmm. maybe you wouldn't have known before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talk about why people abuse. So um, that, like I said, kind of ranges from manipulation, control, power, having those things in a relationship. And then what are some of the things that could have caused that abuse? So sometimes that means they grew up where that was normal those behaviors and those actions were normal for a relationship. Mm -hmm. Sometimes addiction can play a role in abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of different things that we talk about that kind of um, help them understand why it might be happening. Um, And then we talk about how can you help a friend. So we try and make it so it's not just applicable to their own lives, but they can Mm -hmm. kind of see how they could help a friend, a family member, a sibling, Mm -hmm. a peer that's in an unhealthy relationship. So that when that person comes to them, they can help them feel safe and supported and listened to. And, like, they know what they can do to help them take the next steps. Do you have any tips for listeners? Yeah. So I would say if someone comes to you and tells you that they're in an unhealthy relationship, and maybe they don't even recognize it that way, Mm -hmm. um, it's really important to let them know that it's, number one, not their fault. Mm -hmm. um, And kind of maybe help them see that what's happening isn't okay. Mm -hmm. And that... They have options. They don't have to stay in that relationship, but if they choose to stay in that relationship, that 
you have to be there to support them through it. Mm -hmm. Um, They have to be able to make their own decisions. Um, Another thing you can do is help them uh, make a safety plan. So whatever that looks like. So maybe it's letting them know that you are always a safe person to talk Mm -hmm. to. Um, You have a safe place for them to go, that they can call you if they need you, that you can have like a safe word Mm -hmm. or safe text that they can send you um, if they need you for something. So really just making sure that they know that you're there for them Mm -hmm. and that they can reach out to you and continue um, to rely on you if it's needed. And also for young people, I think it's really important to know when it's kind of out of your control Mm -hmm. when there's things that you can't do and that's good not just for young people it's for anyone Mm -hmm. um when do you need to get someone that's trained and knows what they're doing involved and so that's why during our sessions we always talk about the local agencies like Fulton Mm -hmm. um that have advocates that Mm -hmm. can really do a whole lot more and Mm -hmm. they can do it anonymously Mm -hmm. if you're not ready to like really talk to someone Mm -hmm. about it and like give your information you don't Mm -hmm. have to do that If it's a situation where you think that your friend might be harmed physically, Mm -hmm. when it might be time to get law enforcement involved. Um, Or parents. I think that's Mm -hmm. a good first step, too. So um, not even having to go to those outside resources, but knowing who are the trusted adults in your life and your friends' lives Mm -hmm. so that you can get those people involved when it feels overwhelming for just you to help navigate this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So then what else do you guys talk about? Yeah, so then we kind of get into a whole host of other things that are connected to relationships. Um, so we talk about how gender stereotypes can play into relationships. So how we have these traditional stereotypes of how men or masculine mm-hmm. people and feminine people should act in relationships. Mm-hmm. And so how, like, if you look back in history, how traditionally women took care of everything, did the mm-hmm. caregiving, did the cooking, the cleaning, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And men were able to kind of... Um, live outside the house and have that um, piece of their life. So it's how those things can cause conflict Mm -hmm. and unfair expectations in relationships and how you really need to be able to kind of address some of those expectations and stereotypes that Mm -hmm. people might have about relationships um, so that it doesn't lead to expectations that aren't being met that can lead to conflict and Mm -hmm. abuse. So that's one of the other topics we kind of get into. Mm -hmm. And then we talk a lot about emotions because (laughs) there are a lot of emotions (laughs) when it comes to relationships. Yeah. Uh, Like all across the spectrum. Like in the beginning, people are excited and giddy and Mm -hmm. they feel really like hopeful. And then you can move into the relationship and things get more serious Mm -hmm. and maybe more confusing, not knowing what's going on. So it's really dealing with a lot of those emotions and how important it is to recognize them Mm -hmm. so that you can process them and like let your partner know what you're feeling mm-hmm. because there can be a lot of feelings and when those are negative feelings mm-hmm. it can be hard to talk about them so mm-hmm. really we talk about those feelings and then especially we focus in on the feelings of like anger or irritation or frustration in relationships because mm-hmm. those are the things that can really lead to abuse mm-hmm. and so we talk about how to communicate yes. um, through those so one of the things that they use in safe age is called safe skills okay. and safe um, stands for stay calm, 
ask questions, mm-hmm. find out feelings, and exchange ideas for a possible solution. Mm-hmm. So those are kind of the, some of the communication skills yeah. we teach around um, conflict in relationships mm-hmm. so that people can kind of work through them. And I've also used those in my personal right. life yeah. with not just my partner, but mm-hmm. with anyone, mm-hmm. any relationship that you have, because mm-hmm. it really helps you kind of work through that conflict mm-hmm. in a positive way right. instead of getting more angry mm-hmm. or more frustrated. <laughs> so yeah, that's a really good one too, because conflict happens mm-hmm. and conflict is yep. normal. It's yep. how we respond to it mm-hmm. that makes the difference between a healthy and an unhealthy right. relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, so we talk a lot about communication and how important that is in a relationship and how to have, like I said, that good communication, especially in conflict. Um, and then the last uh, session topic that we talk about is how to prevent dating sexual abuse. So mm. we talk a lot about... Um, understanding someone's boundaries and being able to read signs and consent and communicating because you can misjudge Mm -hmm. situations and without communication you're not gonna know so really the most important thing that we talk about is communicating and talking about consent and getting consent every time you do anything with your partner because otherwise, how do you know? Mm-hmm. You can very easily mm-hmm. misread signs. And we yeah. talk a lot about, too, um, how alcohol can play into mm-hmm. that. And, again, how some of those stereotypes mm-hmm. of, like, oh, they were dressed in, like, a short skirt and mm-hmm. a low-cut top. And so I just I assumed that that meant that they wanted to do this with me mm-hmm. and how you can't make those assumptions. Mm-hmm. You always have to ask. Right. You always have to get consent. Mm-hmm. So we do talk a lot about that and how people can stay safe and how they can respect their dating partner mm-hmm. so that they don't get into situations. Do you talk about like specifically how how you do ask? Because sometimes that can be awkward. Mm-hmm. Do you? Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we talk about that consent a lot so yeah people always kind of you get that feedback that it's just so awkward (laughs) and yeah it can be awkward but I think the more you talk about it like in the context of safe dates or Mm -hmm. with your friends um or with your partner it gets less awkward yeah and it's important because it's so much better than the alternative right right? it's so much better than doing something Mm -hmm. that your partner doesn't want to do right um or having that further down the road, having that uncomfortable conversation of like, I didn't want this. Mm -hmm. This was not okay with me. I didn't consent to it. Mm -hmm. And really, like I said, it's hard to, it's important to read body language, but Mm -hmm. body language doesn't always tell you what someone wants. So for example, a lot of times people think about fight and flight. Mm -hmm. So someone might push you off and you could take that as like, oh, okay, they don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. Or they might just get up and walk away and you can Mm -hmm. take that as like, okay, they don't want to do this. But people don't always think about freeze. So a lot of people in that situation, they just freeze. Mm -hmm. They don't know what to do. So they just kind of don't do anything. Mm -hmm. And some people can take that as, oh, Oh. 
that's mm-hmm. a, this is okay. What we're mm-hmm. doing is fine. Right. So it's really important to kind of recognize that mm-hmm. everyone responds differently. Right. And that doesn't mean that what you're doing is okay or that they mm-hmm. want to continue doing that. Yeah. So you have to check in. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have to say, is this yeah. okay? Yeah. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. like, it's good to have a conversation like mm-hmm. when we are intimate or sexually active mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make sure that you're into what we're doing. So, like, I might check every Mm -hmm. once in a while and make sure it's okay. Okay. And, yeah, it's awkward, but then at least you know Mm -hmm. that. Then you can really enjoy Mm -hmm. what you're doing because you know that your partner wants to do it. So it takes that, like, guesswork out of anything. Mm -hmm. Because if you just assume, you're not going to for sure know. And once you for sure know they're all in, Mm -hmm. you can enjoy yourself more. (laughs) Let's put it that way. You can enjoy what's happening yeah. and not think about, like, oh, is this okay? Is right. this not okay? Like, what are they thinking? Yeah. Are they liking this? Not yeah. Liking this? Yeah. So do you get – what kind of response from the program do you guys ask the students to write or – Yeah, so we do have surveys that they do. Okay. Um, we also sometimes will get more informal feedback, like, just throughout the sessions, mm-hmm. um, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do have some teachers that'll get a little bit more formal feedback from, like, in their health mm-hmm. class, like, what was your favorite unit of health mm-hmm. class? And so sometimes we've gotten really cool feedback, and mm-hmm. I have some of that that I can read because um, it's awesome to hear from the students that this is actually something that they're yeah. going to use in their life and that has already affected their mm-hmm. lives. Um, so one person said... During safe dates, I learned a lot about relationship abuse, and because of this, I was able to make important decisions based off of a friendship I was having with some guy. All the information I learned, I used with me to help better my life and do what was right for me. So it is nice to see that they they really kind of ingest and process the Mm -hmm. information and can apply it right Mm -hmm. away. Right. Because it is applicable, Mm -hmm. not just to dating relationships, but any relationship. Yeah. Do you guys ever talk about during this program, too, if they receive something they don't want? Like, if their partner, if they're not, if they're the ones who don't want to consent, how to respond to that? Mm -hmm. Is that part of the program at all? Yeah. So, we don't get really I guess in depth uh-huh. with that I mean we talk about that obviously mm-hmm. um, throughout the program so we talk about how it's okay to say no mm-hmm. and kind of learning to say no and knowing right. your boundaries we do talk about that okay. um, and we talk about knowing what you want in a relationship mm-hmm. and so we do talk about a lot that it's always your choice you mm-hmm. can always leave a relationship if you're not happy if you don't feel like it's healthy um if you're not getting out of it what you need to get out of it so if you're not feeling supported or loved or cared for that's a great time to kind of evaluate that relationship and get out of it but we also try and emphasis too that it's not always that easy to get out of a relationship with that yes (laughs) yeah so it's not always that easy so we Mm -hmm. do try and help people understand that because a lot of times people think well why don't you just leave or why didn't that person just leave Mm -hmm. and we know that it's not easy right you care for that person Mm -hmm. you love them Mm -hmm. you want to help them you want them to get better you believe that they can get better Mm -hmm. and then um 
more so, I guess, for adults, there's can be a whole host of other things like mm-hmm. marriage, right. children, right. a house, mm-hmm. finances. So there's a lot of things that can be barriers to getting help. And we do talk a lot about what are those barriers and what can you do to help a friend that's kind of facing some of those things. Mm-hmm. Can you give some advice on that on the top of your head? Um, on like advice on how to leave like if you're if you feel like you're in a relationship and you need to get out but you're not sure how yeah that's a hard one I know and I don't I know. know if I can give great yeah. great feedback for that um I think the first thing is knowing mm-hmm. what you want out of a relationship and kind of knowing those red flags because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't necessarily see that they're in an unhealthy relationship Mm -hmm. maybe till they're already out of it right and so it's kind of hard to see that Mm -hmm. so I think it's important to kind of know what some of those things are in advance Mm -hmm. so that maybe you can recognize them and get out of a relationship before it gets worse yes that's one thing we know about abusive Mm -hmm. relationships is they generally only get more severe with time Mm -hmm. yeah they don't normally get better with time yeah so um, if you can recognize those things mm-hmm. earlier on, it might be easier mm-hmm. to leave earlier on. So mm-hmm. that's why knowing the red flags right. are really important. Mm-hmm. And also knowing what you want mm-hmm. out of a relationship. Yep. Because if you're not getting that right away, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to change. Right. It's easier to get out in the beginning mm-hmm. than wait years. Mm-hmm. And keep thinking that, oh, it'll get better mm-hmm. or that person will change. Mm-hmm. Um, it normally doesn't go that way. Yeah. No. Yeah. Do you have any um, anything else wrapping this up that you want to let listeners know about safe dates or dating in general or anything that you're super passionate about about the program? <laughs> um, I think what's really important is to know that you're not alone, mm-hmm. right? We're all in relationships. We're born yeah. into relationships. Yep. <laughs> and they're not always going to be... 100% healthy. There's mm-hmm. a spectrum between mm-hmm. abuse and a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. And we're all working on it, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have perfect relationships, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But it is really important to know yourself, trust your gut, mm-hmm. trust your instincts. If something doesn't feel right, mm-hmm. reach out to someone that you trust. Right. Whether that's a friend, mm-hmm. an adult, someone that you trust to talk about it because it's good to have people that support you that are listening to you and kind of help you work through these things because it's not easy to do on your own Mm -hmm. so try and uh, reach out to the people around you um, because they want to be there for you right and And they they have your best interests yeah if you or someone you know is experiencing domestic violence or sexual assault or you're unsure if you're in an unhealthy relationship I want to encourage you to give us a call at our 24-hour, 7-day-a-week confidential hotline. That number is 715-834-9578. Again, 715-834-9578. We have trained advocates ready to help. If you have any questions or would like to get a hold of us in an alternative way, feel free to email our director. Her email is director at boltonrefuge.org. Thanks so much for listening and supporting this podcast. We really do appreciate it. If you could give us a review on Apple Podcast, it would help us out a lot. Also, just by sharing the podcast also helps us, and we really appreciate that as well. And together, we can help break the silence of domestic violence and sexual assault. I'm your host, Olivia. 
See you next week.